You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. All right, welcome to Cross the Line, 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. We are the 15 side. Ruben Hunt. Jeff Montag. Mike Gardner. Scotty Bourbon. We're all on the 24 side. That's you guys right. all suck. <laughs> 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 you know, it takes four of them to still. It does. It does. No, it don't. So we're here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy, a little speakeasy outside of Brookville, Indiana, in Franklin County, where we secretly and ceremoniously record the podcast. Got to know the password and what we have to look for to get here. The pink flamingos. Speaking of pink flamingos, are the ones still out on still US there. One? Still there. You got to wonder know. if those people listen to our podcast. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Did you when see you, it? You know no, what? I never. I keep. How about I look. sneak out there and put a put a sticker on the side of one of them? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what you do is take one of these bleached out white ones and swap it out. Swap it out. Did put a sticker on it? <laughs> oh goodness! So we're, we got a couple of podcasts going here tonight. Uh, the first one here. First of all, what's everybody got to drink? And before you answer me, hopefully nobody here is drinking Bud Light. No, no nope. Bud Light. Nope. Nope. All right. Not even table 12. Not even table 12. No, no, no training fluid. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to that in a minute. So, Dwayne, what are you drinking? I, you're, I'm, I'm following your uh, your advice, Alan. I have Yellowstone on the rocks. Nice. Rube? Uh, I'm on some Woodford, a little bit of blend. Cool. Jeff? Some Larceny Barrel Proof. Nice. I've got the same thing. Nice. Woodford? Woodford Reserve. <laughs> we'll see if you can get that it's out a, next podcast. <laughs> it's a weeded whiskey. Nice, nice. Nice. So I've got some, we did a tasting here of uh, a 2021 Yellowstone Limited. So I've got some of that I'm going on. We got that from our friends, uh, Stephen Beam, Stephen Fonte down at Limestone Branch. So <clears throat> we just checked the bottles were $500 unsealed, $599 actually, and we broke the seal. So it's worth about. Seven ninety nine now since it's been drank by the cross the line. Crew. That's right, some, some phenomenal bourbon right there. All right, so jokingly I said I hope nobody drinks Bud Light. So everybody probably knows uh, the whole snattigans going on with Bud Light doing a uh, whatever you want to call it advertising campaign with a. I'm going to be blunt on this podcast, a transvestite. So <clears throat> I, there's a couple issues I have with that. So first of all, I want to say that I've got friends that are, are gay. I don't know that I have any transvestite friends, but whatever you want to do, do. I could care less about. I agree. That's your personal uh, thing to do. It is what it is. I have a problem when it starts getting pushed onto other people. And more importantly, what you're going to find out is that it's getting pushed onto teenage kids. Yeah. Right. Um, so, do you, does anybody want to guess how many transvestites percentage-wise are in the United States? I heard that, so I'm going to hold I'm off. I'm going to guess. Okay. 
I'm going to say 1% of 1% of 1%. I'd say 0.3%. Was it just kids or? All combined. Total. 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 Who identify. My guess was like 1.4, I think. Okay. Somewhere close. So here's where, and this is where targeted marketing. So when I'm talking about this, people should know that alcohol companies are not allowed to advertise towards kids. There's issues with that. Right. So one of the Kardashians got in trouble for advertising of vodka uh, somehow with children around. There are advertising laws against advertising that's aimed towards underage drinkers. Well, that's why Bud, when used to have the frogs and all that stuff, right. that's why they had to get rid of the frogs was because it was too kid or even though it was more adults for, were enjoying it, but it, it, kids were relating to the frog, gotcha. so relating to alcohol, so they made them drop it. Gotcha. So in the United States, so and first of all, I want people to know this isn't some Facebook survey that somebody, my next door neighbor or somebody down the street just put up there and you're supposed to believe. This is a survey that was done by the UCLA School of Law, the Williams Institute. It's done in June of last year, June 2022. So I got more uh, more faith in this and numbers you see on Facebook. Facebook, you'll see 5%. That's what some people will tell you. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. So here's the actual, among U.S. adults, 0.5%, about 1.3 million adults identify as transgender. Among youth ages, 13 to 17, 1.4%. That's crazy. Okay? Um they found that youth ages 13 to 17 are significantly more likely to identify as transgender transgender than an adults aged 30 and over. Um, it goes on and on to talk about the young people, 13 to 17. So here you have a beer company that's pushing an item, uh, pushing a, a gender uh, topic with a focus towards, with a focus towards yes. young people. Wow. Right. Indoctrination. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't follow this person, but what I read well, I, was... We, we hope you don't. Well, what I read... <laughs> well, I just wanted to get it out there. What I read was that he pretends to be a young girl. I, and I said, I don't know. and did, didn't know we were going to get this deep into it. I'd done a little bit more study, but um, that was what I've read more than one time at more than one article that... His antics tend to lean as a young, a very young girl. Yeah, so 18% of the transgender identified population ages 13 to 17 is what that works out to. That's a pretty... So, well, they're it's, risky, so, not, I don't, for lack of a better term, risky mind. So... Very risky mind at that age because you can be... Well, you're well, very, very easy impressionable. You're right. very impressionable. Well, you're very confused. Right. right. So, you know... Um, that's an that's an age at which you're trying to figure out who you are you haven't determined where you are and then now in my opinion they're being pushed yep yeah to uh well you're confused so you must there must be a problem no right. everybody goes through the pro everybody goes yes. through that right to some extent and that's a that's just that age um not well, your body's even, not even changes <clears throat> right you're trying to figure any, everything out but 
And it's not just about it's just it's not just about sex and gender. You're trying to figure out who you are and right. how you fit right. into all kind of different situations. And so when you when you have trouble fitting into certain cliques in school right. or whatever, right. you feel like you're outcast and there must be something wrong. So the next thing it, it's it's not a whole lot different than kids that get in gangs in areas where there's right. high gangs right. it's it's the except in, in a lot of those places those young people mostly young men mm-hmm. are a lot of times fatherless they're trying to figure out who they are and then they have a gang that pulls them in as a brother yep and now is that a good thing no it is not but that's what happens the same thing happens to all teenagers to some extent That's right they're looking for their self and then the first group that can attach to that and pull them in acceptance into a group that's what they think they are yeah. well, then, and unfortunately there are unfortunately there are people <laughs> taking extreme advantage of that yeah i mean i saw one thing that is you have to be 18 to get a tattoo but you don't have to be 18 to have transgender surgery or be start taking, uh, I can't remember the drug you take, that basically it, it, it's a chemical castration and stuff. But that's perfectly fine. Yeah, there's a lawsuit right now of a... a, a, a of a younger... Of young, well, young 25-ish, I guess, yes. at this point, who, who was transformed... Because at 13, she was confused, and after an hour with some psychologist, they yep. determined that, yeah, you know what? You ought to have surgery, really. Yeah. Well, she's suing now yep. because that isn't who she was, and she figured out after it was too late, after a bunch of adults, basically, that ought to go to jail, yep. disfigured her. Now she, now she understands who she really was. Yeah. Well, you know, kids are always want to be part of something. And they right. want to be part of something, some group, or some sort. And, th- and a lot of times they choose the path of least resistance. And whatever it can to become accepted to, or what they can be accepted to. Yep. And that's sad. So I want to put some numbers to percentages so you can actually put it together. So <clears throat> percentage of age groups that identify as transgender. And this is, this is crazy. Ages 13 to 17, which is the highest age group. 300,000. So when you put that in perspective, perspective it's really a very dot. small right ages 18 to 24 398,000 so those two combined are the biggest group of ages and it's a shortest shortest span of ages span of age. part yeah. of part of that according to some experts is they'll get trans groups where one girl i mean in the one girl the leader of a clique of groups decide I'm transgender now, so then it, they said it kind of morphs into her, that whole little clique. They all become transgender because they all want to be like whoever is the most dominant in yeah. that group. So you know, how is this any different than runaways that end up becoming prostitutes because their first connection was right. somebody in that freaking business yeah. that pulled them in, and now they're being abused because... They were lost. They were lost, right. and the wrong person found them. Right. right. This is and the now, next voting block. Now we have corporate America advertising and promoting to that group. That's exactly. And, and that's, that's where my problem is. Like I, I said to start with, I don't care 
if you're transgender. I don't take care if you're gay. I, that none of that matters. Well, they're going to argue though, Alan. We've they've been promoting to the old white guy us. They've been promoting to the old white guys our table here that that and that's this is their right to do it. But so but my argument is there's no basis in real business to do that because there's well there's more so, old white guys so I, to market here, to. Here's going to make money. Yeah, here's my argument to that. I've yet to see a beer commercial where somebody. Uh, let's just say me, sat there and said, hi, my name's Alan Stanger. I'm a straight male. Right. right. I've yet to see that. No, oh, I know. However. That's not correct. That's not what we're seeing right. out of the transgender. I'm just thing. saying that's what the argument's going to be. Those, oh, we've been, we've been marketing towards you the, you know, forever. Well, well the, because you make money off me. Because if there you look at the numbers. numbers. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's well, no money And, in and who numbers. they're marketing to, they shouldn't be marketing to. Correct. So we're going to see how it works out for them. Um, because there's already been some big pushback, pushback from some big names and some big places that are refusing to serve their product now. And there's some big names coming out, and they've had enough. So the there's problem, problem is, the problem is, like our old man's breakfast group. So I, I give bush light apple and bush light peach you know what i think about that so right away they say well we that's your favorite that's what see that's what you should be drinking it's owned by the same company yeah, anheuser-busch Anheuser owns Bush. all of us that's right unless you're drinking cores cores and what's Yangling. the one yangling yangling and samuel adams yep yeah and, I mean, and, and any, any small, small batch, yeah, right. small batch brewery. Well, you're Coors, be safe. even even with Coors and, and Miller Coors, Miller Coors is owned by it's Molson, uh, Molson Coors. Molson, it's Molson Coors. Yeah. They're it's, owning what you're. Uh, they're, they're they they they're overseas. They mer no the Canadian. Oh, so Canadian, Molson's Canadian. Canadian. They mer. Yeah. Well, uh, and somebody was arguing that Coors has already been doing this for years, but I haven't where? seen it. And I think if they would have done it, we all would have known it. So I will tell you, last year in 2021. Jack Daniels did a promotion with some drag queens, and they got the same pushback, and you never saw it again. Right. Well, and again, so you you see what happened with Disney. Disney's backtracking uh, big time. They just don't need to go there. Right. It's just there's no reason for them to go there other than these groups push on them and say, well, what do you say? Here's what do you, they start pushing on these corporations and saying, hey, what do you, well, you know what? We're a business. Well, we're, a, we're not into that. Here's stuff. the problem about with that. In my, uh, uh, when it comes down to it, when, here's the problem I have with it. They're using it as a form of marketing, but there's a party that's part of the people of the world that are using it as it's a not marketing. Thing. It it's has not nothing. Marketing. They're marketing, whatever they call it, they're putting it on a can, so it's marketing. If they're just because they're marketing, it has nothing to do with rights. But the rights group are using this as a ploy towards their rights. It's kind of, Marketing this can is a ploy for marketing purposes. It is not to support the rights. They are trying to sell to a different person, and they're trying but, but to protect there, themselves. But there, there's no business to the, sense to that. There, there isn't. That's right. It's not for us to determine. But you guarantee the stockholders that own that part of that company are going to say, hey, well, this has got to stop. No, I'm going to bring and I got. I wish we knew we're going to. I was listening to a podcast this week that started talking about the, I think it's ESGs. Yeah. Where... And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do this as correctly as I can. So, say it was talking about stocks and, and, and ownerships in these companies, how all this stuff is getting pushed through. And there's three major, I think it's three major holders of um, funds: uh, BlackRock, and there's two other ones they rattled off. But I'll Blackstone. We'll, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know no, BlackRock is one. Oh, Black, it's not Blackstone. Blackstone. It's BlackRock. And another one, another one. So we'll just use, say with BlackRock, we'll just use them because that's the one I'm going to remember. But BlackRock gets, so they have all of our share, they have all of our money in their fund. So they buy all the stock for 
uh, whatever. Right. Four Roses. So now the Four Roses comes to the voting, and they get to vote for all of us. And since they're the largest company, owns so many stock, they go to those stockholder meetings and go, our 10 million votes is more than anybody else. We are saying you've got to start doing this now. So the example they used was, and it's pushing all the agendas um, from the climate change to whatever. So one of them they used was on Chevron. Chevron is pulling back all their um, uh, exploration in one of them was in China. They were doing all this explanation. They're pulling back because BlackRock says, you've got to go meet these standards. And not only do you have to meet these standards, every company you do business with has to meet these standards. That was on Micro's podcast. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Micro, so go listen to Micro's podcast from, it was like a week or two. Yeah, you have compliance requirements for companies in order to do, follow the compliance is huge. Yeah. But, it, but it's being pushed down. So imagine who everybody Chevron deals with. If they force that onto them and then on down the chain, mm-hmm. but the one they were getting to was, they're pulling back from all these things and one of them was in china they're pulling back because they can't comply well who's buying all that stock up the whatever chinese oil guess who owns that blackrock so they're buying they're still doing what they want to do but they're not forcing anybody else to do it other than mainly u.s companies not not to mention some of this stuff could be done purposely to drive the stock price down oh yeah well yes and if you got millions of shareholders outside i'm going to dump this stock and over a period of Eight or ten days, the stock drops 20, 30 percent, and someone's getting a good buy. Oh, yeah. When, and when, then they'll do a recovery program, much like Disney's doing right now. So, Well, they don't have to, though. No. They're, no. I mean, they're controlling, they're controlling the agenda of the country now because they're forcing these agendas on all of us mm-hmm. because they control so much stock. Right. And the gentleman, I was... Um, the guy running for president. Yeah, he's running for president. I can't from think of Ohio. Was yeah, he's Cincinnati from Cincinnati. Or. But he started a hedge fund company, basically, that is on what it should be. They're there to make money. They're not pushing an agenda. They're there to base stocks and, and purchases on that. But anyway, that's how you wonder, after listening to that podcast and you see this stuff, is this part of that being right. funneled down right. through the system to where all these companies are having to do this? Um just because and not that they're wanting to but because of whatever shareholders and stockholders i mean who knows blackrock how much stock do they own in there maybe they're at the board meeting going hey we want to see this or you know and we have enough votes to get it done all i know is that there's no place for it quite honestly because they are purposely directing it to our youth i I agree i have one i agree i heard one thing that and i'm kind of like you on whatever you want to do do it whatever fine but they're so upset that People are trying to ban it from doing shows to children. Why are you wanting to do shows for children? You're not if you're asking there, that question, no. Well, I know, but right. if you're there and it's your entertainment and it's for other adults to do, whatever, go do it. But why are you so upset that you're not allowed to go do it to children? If children are naturally trans, if that is their path in life, they're going to find that path. But why is it being forced on them? That, I, I would venture to guess the actual percentage of actual and there are there are me, uh, there are people born that there are anomalies yes yes yeah. and it's like point right. zero 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 one percent it's yes. extremely low her math yeah. right her math night yeah I, I don't know yeah there's, and there's, there's, there's other there's, there's other, other things there's other physio biophysical right. so that anomalies. is it is a real thing but 
The, 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 very small. Very small. It's nothing you want to. It's nothing you want to run your stock market prices on. Right. That's for sure. But there was there was a hilarious one I saw this week. I think it was Denmark or somewhere, where their rules are: if you walk in to whatever competition and you say I'm a woman, they have to accept you. No questions, no tests, no nothing. Well, that's going on right now in the United States. Right. Well, this was this was hilarious because there's a, a trans trans woman, a man. Right. Weightlifter has been that. dominating this this competitions in this country. Yeah. This dude walked in full beard, a serious weightlifter, and just whooped by hundred pounds. But this Set. is this is what it's become. No, but right. he was doing it to I, prove a point. It doesn't matter. It does. This is I what know it's it, become. Oh yeah, that's what it's become. But he was doing it to knock this trans guy out because he was bragging on how good he was where, and this guy are, just showed him that where, he wasn't where are the women's groups coming out oh, I and know. raising right. hell about right. this because well, this ain't right well, they know line administration this is what it's gonna, gonna so you know first of all um the fellow's name you're trying to think of is vivek ramaswamy vivek. yes and uh and name to very, be yeah his name it's, it's one to keep Keep in mind. Keep your ears open. Um, keep your ears open because uh, he's he's an intelligent guy. Says what he thinks. What's his name again? Ravek. Yeah. Vivek. Vivek Ramaswamy. His his okay. uh, parents immigrated here from India, and, and he he grew up in Cincinnati. Went to Saint E. Went to Saint X. Yeah, Saint, Saint X. X in Cincinnati, and nice. uh, so a very sharp individual. I think he's a Harvard grad, <laughs> lawyer. But but you know this goes back. So here, what's happening is is it's amazing to me. Title IX was something that was put in place to protect. Uh, <laughs> Scotty's cut sorry. off. Man, Scotty's cut off. Kind of early, Scott. Yeah, I wonder what that bottle, was. That was the, the microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ruben never done anything like that when he sits down it's there. It's the chair, man. It's the chair. <laughs> so Scotty's in Ruben's chair. So, <laughs> so Title IX was put into was 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 established. Was made a law to to allow that. That women had the same opportunities for right. for sports scholarships in yep. colleges and and other things regarding sports and colleges and and here's what you got oh, now yeah. you got this game being played where the the women that were supposed to being protected by Title IX are are losing scholarships and losing other things because in my opinion men, men who couldn't get it done that's right in athletics. In, with against Immense. other men, right? Are right. getting are saying, "Hey, I didn't." Well, here I didn't, we go. I didn't agree with the guy with the beard doing it, but I think he did it just to he knock did. this guy out. And I, I think I the that. girls under him were probably going, "Go get finally!" Because the the and, trans and man right. did got on live, and he was like, well, "He just did it for spite. He wasn't here truly. You, you know, wasn't yes. truly trans. He yes. was just here for spite." Yeah, so he no was proving so, the point. So no here's here, and then here is the here is the other newest problem. Because you do, uh, there is beginning to become some pushback yeah. uh, for some of this stuff. Now it's becoming violent. Yes. So just today, today, just today, the young lady, the swimming star, she was the, oh, she was the swimming star yeah. in the Olympics before the transgender person came into and basically beat her. Beat her. Okay, well, she has chosen to speak out against this um, in defense of women in sports. She was physically attacked today by a transgender uh, person yep. who is essentially a guy in a dress. Yep, at a 
speak where she and was they speaking. Had to, they had to, at, at a college where she was speaking, and a group cheered him on. And it's a hate crime. No. It should be a hate it crime. Won't be. It, it won't, won't be. be. It won't be. This is what, but on. this is what it's yes. come to is, is they have chosen because this the only way they can win this fight is through violence and be and then they're going to claim they're the victim that's what they're doing oh i mean it it happened in tennessee today there was another one that just i just saw tonight there was a a a potential school shooter was arrested today it was a trans boy right yeah so that school shooting that's a whole other topic yeah but it goes back to what we've always said with mental health right so here's somebody the, the last school shooting that just happened Here's somebody that was under care yes. for mental health problems, and they still were allowed to purchase guns. Yeah, I don't. I'd like to know. I mean, I, so there's a an, lot I'd like to know. Another topic, but I think using that in this topic is you have individuals and media defending her. That's she right. is the victim That's because right. she wasn't accepted. That's right. He or and, whatever. Well, here and here, whatever it is, and yeah. As, and 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 basically, it's the Christian school's fault. Right. Yes. Right. Because they're Christians. When they, this is this is the problem. The right. first news stories coming out said there was seven victims. The first few news stories were coming out said there were seven victims until there was some some real backlash there, and then they quick changed it back to six victims. The ones that were Plus shot. Shooter, the yeah. shooter is not the, the victim. victim. Right. Don't call the shooter. And the a other victim. thing is, the news agencies are calling the shooter a he. He is not. No. A he. He's not a he. So she, even her parents. Say yes. call her. She, she. Well, again, her, her parents are being accused of being her problem because they didn't accept right. her, him, whatever, um, the way she wanted to be. You know? So it's, it's what can I say? I mean. Um, it's pretty simple. If you look down and you got a tallywhacker, you're a guy. <laughs> That's biologically profiled. <laughs> Not saying, and like we said earlier, there are instances. Yes, there is. There are medical instances where that's questionable. But, 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 Ryan, you pointed to something that everybody needs to walk away from. When there are people that have lifestyles the way they are, and they're in, confused or making this decision, it's mental illness. They, they don't know who they are. They're, yeah, so they're if you're an adult, to me, if you're 30 years old, you can do whatever you want. Right. That's that's your life. Right. But you're a teenager? No. You're being, I don't that's care. Right. You're, you, to see we the, didn't even know about that. When we were growing up, we didn't even know this know kind of it. stuff even existed. Right. Because so, nobody was pushing it. That's exactly right. Well, so. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just it. Is Look at the, look at the percentages. Why is that? Right. Because, well, because these children are being caught at a very sensitive time in their life, and they're being directed there, and it's, in my opinion, it's criminal. It's an agenda. I don't, and I don't, I mean, we might piss a lot of people off, but just tough shit. Yeah, right. Um, this, is, this is criminal, what is going on with where you're talking about kids between the ages of 10 and 16, yeah. and people are... Uh, manipulating them right, right, right. at a weak point in their right. life, it's criminal. My daughter said to me yesterday, we were talking about this a little bit, and she's like, oh my God, I'm so glad you guys didn't do nothing to me when I was acting like a tomboy, you know, riding quads and shooting how, guns. How many, and, people, how many girls <laughs> do we know growing up that were tomboys? <laughs> my wife. <laughs> they definitely aren't now. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. 
Right. But in today's age, you start acting like a tomboy, and you got people and, wanting to reassign your gender. And hey, I knew. Hey, I knew I knew guys that, through school that were. We, uh, I do too. I mean, I would say we're on the feminine side. Right. 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 But they have. They're married. They've got right. children. Right. Right. Whatever. You know what I mean? And it's like, hey. Yep. So it's just. Uh, um, and I don't know where I don't know where it's all driven from. Um, there's big money. There's big money. He didn't know right. me in school. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We were looking at you, but we just didn't want to mention any names. Stop we were it. trying to keep you out of this. Stop thing. it. All right. So, you know, but, you know, there's some big money pu- pushing some of this, too. And yeah, that's, it is. that's part right. of the problem. It's and, money. It's power. power. Well, you want know to say all publicity is good publicity, even if it's negative. But not all. Well, it's not. A, to me, this it's isn't not. about publicity. It's, this it's, is out. This is affecting our youth. It's affecting I, our country. I, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So. All right, with that, we're going to take a commercial break and we're going to talk about something a little more. I need a break. Uh, a little more. Non-generated. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about train derailments. <laughs> we'll be right back with Ouch. Cross the Line 1524. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Budweiser Head of Marketing Guy. Only you could take a beer and make it queer. Oh, no. 20 years of amazing ad campaigns. And this is where we end up. Not gonna buy it. What the fuck were you thinking? Well, it's a new year, and you know what that means? It's about time for a new commercial for Batesville Liquor Co. located in Batesville, Indiana. If you've not tried their barrel picks that they've hand-selected just for you, you need to get there and do it now. They go fast. They come from different distilleries, and it's own private select barrel that they've selected. What else do they have? Well, if if you're gluten-free and you like beer, you know that's a tough thing. Well, they've got Glutenberg. It's a gluten-free beer. They've got it back in stock. they got three different flavors, three different styles. There you go. What else do they have? Well, funny that you ask. They've got, from the Great Lakes Brewing Company, Conway's Irish Ale. Look at that guy have a little Irish every now and then. They've also got Coastal Sunshine, which is a fruited sour ale. And, of course, they've got your Bush Light, your Bud Light. Even got your PBR. That's right. You can find it all at one place. Batesville Liquor Co., located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana. Or if you're in Brookville, stop in at Tebby Liquors. That's right. Tebby Liquors right on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. That's our favorite place. Tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Gilman's Home Centers. With 14 locations and growing. You know what? It's the party time of the year. That's right. You might need some party rentals and they've got them. They've got bouncy houses, tents, even slushy machines for those adult party-friendly drinks. You know what? Things are heating up, which means you need to start thinking about watering options for your lawn and garden. They've got it. You know what? It may be too hot for you. They've got plenty of air conditioning units and fans just for you. Gilman Home Centers, with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio. All right, we're back here with Cross the Line 1524. That was a pretty contentious uh, little segment there with Anheuser-Busch. 
Phil from Texas just stopped in and said, hey, you guys ought to do Anheuser-Busch. Well, we already did. <laughs> Too late, Phil. So oh. he left. So the other topic, so we went out to dinner the other night, and I said, Dwayne, you ought to check see how many train derailments have happened this year. And Jeff goes, you ought to check to see what normally happens each year with train derailments. So I passed out a little sheet here just for everybody. It's actually five sheets, five pages. Well, wait a minute. This is legal legal size Ledger. actually it's Ledger it's size. tabloid it's size by 17. it was so much i didn't even take one front and back front and back so this looks like a job my small so little mind what this is wrap myself around it this is jan this is a list of january 2023 train derailments each jan- line is a, is a derailment so what year, what year? This year, January. So, this is the most recent that I can get off the National uh, Safety Board was January. So I wanna, I wanna, January of 2023. Now, the thing is, 99.9% of these happen in rail yards. So you're showing that to me, but so did you count the total? I did, and I forgot what it was. I was just going to do so that. I'm going to say there's 30 per page anyway. Yeah, there is. It was. Yeah, and then you got, what, five pages, four pages? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Forty-eight, I think. Forty-eight or fifty. Per I was page, counting quick. Per, per, per page. page. And how many per pages page. you got? Forty-five is what I got. Five, two, three, four, five. So one hundred and one hundred forty-five a half page. So hundred, hundred. Roughly around one hundred forty-five since the first of the year. Since that's no, just, January. just January. January. It's one month. January. Oh, it's just one January. Month. Just January. But well, so I'll go ahead. We'll do this. That's we. We've all been kind of shocked and freaked out by this. So the statistics were. Let me get to my last page here because I put it on the back. Um, according to federal records, train derailments, trains derailed 1,164 times last year and 1,095 times in 2021. So this was 2022 and 2021. Then it said, but in 1979, railroads reported. How many do you think they reported in 1979? A lot more. Well, how many more? You, that's so, you, Dwayne. So how many how many derailments do you think happened in 1979? I said like 3,500. Yeah. That's yeah, where I, I was. About 4,000. Yeah. 7,482 just in 1979 and 6,442 in 1980. So you look at the train derailments, the difference – you know, between what we see now and, and, and we're seeing it and, and you know, everything is amplified. So, you know, and the stuff in Ohio, it's, it's horrific what happened to it. The community is forever probably impacted by it. But all in all, if there was still that many trains running today, you know, or that many accidents, it would just be that much worse. So they are getting better. It's just when it does happen, it's, it can be bad sometimes. And it's reported more. Right. right. So... The little graph I have here shows the amount of derailments uh, and fatalities and accidents. So in this particular one, it's it's in the 2000s. Starts in 2000, goes to 2022. Back in 05, there was almost 3,500. And as you see, the graph, it just goes down, 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 down. Um, The red on the graph is injuries and the last four years is almost zero injuries which was just important for people to understand when you read that graph that while the improvements of the railroad happened so did the risk of injury and, and right. illness that's right, right. that's great right. that's really good actually you know and uh Dwayne was talking 
I believe that this year here where there's all the what the heck year I was, was that? Look that up. Yeah, yeah, we were like two. I think that's when the Amtrak. There was an Amtrak if you remember back in up the, in Washington. Or yeah, somewhere someplace. on the East Coast. That was a passenger train that derailed, and there were deaths and a lot of injuries. So. Uh, it's still one of the safest, safest means of transporting material that there is out there. The United States has the outside of through a pipeline. <laughs> right, right, right. The United States has uh, approximately 140,000 miles of track that's being used. Uh, used to be a lot more than that, obviously, because we live in a town outside of town that the track doesn't get used anymore. Right. right. Um, well, and it's it's more efficient too. It says it's three times more efficient, fuel efficient than long haul trucking. So, could you imagine if you took all the shut all the trains down and then start throwing them on trucks? I mean, we are we're all on the interstate. You guys, I, bl- the country down. I bless. I bless. Well, it would I mean even if it didn't shut the country, it would just clog the interstates. Yeah, I mean, right yeah, now sure the it's interstates are right. They're busy enough as it is. Could you imagine dumping? I don't know how many twenty eight million car loads of of freight on off of trains on the trucks and try to get it around the country and then the added cost you know the cost of the consumer would be higher plus you know if the the green energy group wants to get on board they should be pushing for more train hauling goods yeah but they're gonna be electric trains yeah right <laughs> or wind up got a big screw on the top <laughs> i uh i looked up 2002 and it was 141 entry and two deaths in 2002 at that am amtrak so it was the it was, it was the amtrak, amtrak. It was the amtrak. yeah yeah, yeah. So that was the majority. Now, I mean, I remember that happening. Yeah, but. yeah. One thing is these trains are a lot bigger. They have a lot more cars than they used to. The engines are huge compared to what they were in the yeah. 70s. Right. right. Uh, they, they may put three in the front, and they may even put one in the middle because it, it's so long. Just to keep right. it going. Right. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I, I'm into model railroading, and I, you can have a perfect locomotive and perfect cars. You can check the wheels, uh, the gauges, and with a gauge and yeah. have everything perfect the track work perfect and that thing can go around 200 times and then all of a sudden it'll just derail all it takes is one wheel right it'll go off and then all the others behind that will follow it right, right. So, uh, was the engineer drinking bourbon he may have been <laughs> <laughs> he may have pushed the lever up a little bit further i can take that i can see scotty's little engineer yeah, hat on yeah. it, all, it all comes to, down to maintenance and you know having everything right. perfect right. It, right so if so, they you know how jobs are now you're having a hard time getting employees how's the maintenance crews are are they well overworked is there enough maintenance well and that's a good point i think it's in, you know we look at this graph again and we've seen on this graph since 2002 the incidents reduced pretty drastically, drastically over yeah. four or five years and then they kind of flatten off they kind of continue to go down but it kind of flattened off it'd be kind of interesting to see because i think I, I don't. I can't speak for everyone here, but I know the three of us and the, kind of what we do. My big concerns are exactly that: the quality of service and then what those effects will be right. for your end product. I mean, we get more uh, pieces of equipment or parts in that are less than right. Uh, more often than I can say we've had in our career. And so it'll be interesting to watch these numbers over the next five, six years because I would imagine every every, every industry is seeing some of that kind of effect. Well, that's one of the complaints that Scotty was talking about, you know, labor, is there enough people? Well, that's the, the industry itself is cutting the jobs because of of course saving money and making longer trains is less people probably doesn't take that many probably takes the same amount of people to run a 
150 car train as it does to run a 75 so yeah so i'm more concerned about the folks that are doing maintenance right. on the tracks exactly. right yeah so that's yeah. a that's a hard job so we're got business in metamore so there's an old train there and the right. maintenance on the track that is some hard work you ain't care yeah, it is. Uh, well not just the I've tracks the train the maintenance on the trains, the trains themselves too. because yeah. i think it you know I, the, the incident in ohio i think they were pointing at a bearing, oh, bearing. Well, yep. you know i mean you know how many wheels are on a on a train car with that many right. uh, cars right. on it and well th that's what you some, just need one you know one bearing failure yeah well it's seized up and that's what some of the new technology is supposed to be added is um, temperature sensors for every wheel bearing they're going to add the braking to where all the brakes will be applied at once um, if one sensor senses overheating it'll stop the train or slow the train down so there's supposed to be more coming in the future to make it safer but um, more computer controlled more computer controlled oh, I mean, of course. Rail. be five more cars full of computers yeah. right yeah. behind the engine oh, yeah. yeah so part of what's happened is you know the one that happened in ohio obviously there were there were chemicals dumped the chemicals were set on fire on purpose to get rid of them everybody you know complained you know as a bad deal so we have a train just this week derailed in colorado the first thing you see about it oh it's dumped all kind of chemicals into the river another this is all set up how many derailments are we going to have what's the end i mean it was a big conspiracy thing until you did a little research so you guys want to guess what the got dumped into the river from a train <laughs> that derailed in colorado bourbon close Coors Light. Coors Light, baby. <laughs> so you should just send a bunch of alcoholics down to the river and just start drinking. Well, and it goes well now you had a crash, a bunch of upset yeah, so alcoholics. The, right so there's Coors Light and clay powder is clay what powder, came which out. Which is natural substance. So yeah. 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 So it's so, a multi-tragedy there. Um, and I'm not talking about the clay powder. <laughs> well, at least it was, if it was, alcohol spill, at least, yeah. it's tragedy, it was Coors Light. If it was Bud Light, that yeah, shit can just go down yeah. the stream. <laughs> Oh, we tied oh. those two together, didn't we? Yeah, we're going to blame that all on you, Alan. Uh, you know, all serious aside, though, we've heard of how much tragedy about this train stuff on the news, and it's data like this that really brings it around. And when I look at this and I see safety, because here's three guys here that run a that work in manufacturing and stuff, understand the safety's out there. That's a huge positive safety record right there. And that's huge. that's the problem with social media. Yeah. You never see that. You're right. Yeah. You'll, you'll You're see right. the derailments. You'll right. see pictures and somebody going, oh, the, it's, there's crap going in the Colorado River, blah, blah, blah. Until, Again, you, until you do research yeah, and when I, look. When there's I, not an operations or a maintenance or facilities manager that would not be happy about a report like that. Yeah. Right. Right. If, yeah. You see that, if you see the, num the number between 2002 and 2009 yes. drop like that as far as incidences, I'll take that every freaking day. Every day. Right. Then you said, Alan, you just said social media. You won't see this on the media. No, no. This I had doesn't to drive a narrative. I, I mean, had to go to the National media. Transportation Board's. Right. And I had to go to railways, so I was able to print out, you know, that 2000, January 2023, then I was able to get this graph here. And you got, it took me a while to find it. Right. It's but not I mean, just, you just can't type it in. If you type in train derailments, all you'll get is all these pages. things about yeah. the last couple. That's what, 150 right. years of industry right there? Yeah. Uh, probably more right. than that. More than that. Yeah. But I mean, as far as the media, the media should cover the story. The story was tragic, and, you know, they should say that. But they should also... Re, or uh, well, or just let people know that it's not as bad as you think. It's the not, industry's not right. The industry's not the all as, evil, right? You know, because it, it was all blame somebody. You know, and oh, it's this and it's this and no, just it was the bearing failed. That's the fault. 
But in the long term of this, this is a very safe industry that saves you a lot of money for the everyday consumer that, because it's bringing you the products you use. But but Dwayne, the the problem is is the news industry is no longer their goal is not to no, get the story viewership. right. It's entertainment. It's to get right. it's it's, it's to have people watch and listen and the, and the most tragic. You know, again, I mean, Return what, what they say, blood cells. What, yeah, what's that so, song from Huey Lewis? Yeah. <laughs> That's a different kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. Want a new drug? No, right. not that one. Oh. oh. Wasn't that Huey Lewis? Yeah, that was no, a good one, though. That was a good song. Oh. So talking about the one that derailed in Ohio, and they burnt the chemicals. Yeah. So the very next day, it happened to be a hazy day here, and everybody's – not everybody, yeah. but you had people, there's that, that's that haze from the, the train a, they burned. <laughs> well, if you looked at the atmosphere and where the, yeah. it would have to have done yeah. went all the way around the earth and come back. Yeah. It's the wrong yeah. side of the jet stream, people. Yeah. Pennsylvania, so Pennsylvania you, had to have so some So do you worries. know where right. that dirt went? Yeah. It's coming Indiana. to Indiana. It's probably coming. Yeah, it's coming to Indiana. <laughs> yeah, it, it was west going to, of Indianapolis. It was going to go to Texas, and they they denied it said that they don't want it so now well that see that's wrong too because it's il- it? it's illegal for any for any federal any federally approved site that can accept it can't refuse it if it, you know they they have to take it because there was complaints about why it came to indiana so i did some reading on that supposedly i mean i didn't keep going because i don't have time but there is supposed to be federal regulations if you if you're a facility that's approved for that you can't deny it so Texas was probably just too far. Cost was probably prohibitive to ship it all the way to Texas when Indiana's. I mean, we can use it by train. We can use it by for Phil to build another Dollar General someplace. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking they could take it out and use it to help bury all those solar panels that they're burying. There you go. There you go. And windmill windmill fence that they can't get rid of any other way. Right. Uh, we're gonna whole other story. Let's put it all in one I do, place. I do. In a couple of weeks, I've got a great story. A guy who bought a hybrid car. He was getting ready to. He was. He wanted to buy a pure electric, but he did a hybrid first. Yeah. And his tails. I've saved it all. It's okay. after doing the hybrid, he decided not to go not electric. Not to go electric. Yeah, and, wow. and he's got just, some great tails. Wow. So. So I shouldn't go. I shouldn't go buy my electric car next week. No, I'll wait, no. I'll wait you know that. what I forgot? It's talking about, and I'm going to jump back to our podcast before a break. Uh-oh. No, oh, I don't know if you want to really go. Come on, there. Alan. So we're talking about the transvestites. Right. Where Where do you think the highest, and it's by a big amount, the highest population live? In the oh, country? In this country. In this country? In this country. California. I would Second guess highest. Second. I would guess New York. New York, New York. City. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. And, and and really, those two places, ninety five percent of them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Big city. I don't know what made me think that. Sorry. Back to trains. <laughs> Back to trains. Ride the train. Ride the train. Speaking. Good songs about trains. Well, I hear the train coming. It's coming around the bend. Right. Right. We can't mix these two subjects. It's a little out of hand. Here. All right. We might have to take you to. We might have to. Hey, we might have to take you to the train station. I am drinking some Yellowstone. So Dwayne, you know we've let Dwayne. He's back off probation. So I think you got something else to talk about. I got probation. Oh, you don't. I did listen. I did. I got a letter from the United States Department of Health and Human Services. A letter. You got let sent to you. I got a letter sent to me, and Dodie goes, "Look at this from their attorney." No. No, not yet. 
They haven't heard that podcast. But Dodie goes, look at this crap. So I pull it open and I start reading it, or she starts reading the first couple lines. And the first thing that came to me was, this is back in high school, and they're picking the guy that, picking the kids that don't do any drugs to do the drug tests. So this is from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Uh, they're doing, uh, it's conducting a study called the National Survey on Drug Use and Health. Through scientific methods, your address has been randomly chosen for this study. Isn't that the, uh-huh. isn't that the, isn't that the same Dude. thing they said in school? You know, my kids. It's random. My kids were chosen at least twice a year to do the study. And, and it was all their friends who never did anything were the ones always chosen to do that. Is this a urine sample? Ran and said, no, don't want a urine sample. <laughs> I got a great idea for that. All I know is I'm going to get 30 bucks, but but it's doing this study, and it says it's uh, sent along with 200,000 other addresses nationwide. They want to collect data on the use or non-use of alcohol. Oh, wait a minute. Tobacco or other substances. And I don't know. They didn't say illegal or illegal. And then it sells as well as mental health or other health-related topics. So that's another random question that just popped in my head. I went to the ear doctor because I have tonight. I found out I have tinnitus. So I'm getting there, and the nurse comes walking in and goes, is there any reason you would need to speak to somebody and um, – what would that be called? Uh, psych ward. <laughs> <laughs> the word, lazy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, Fred. Fred. No, uh, like uh, if you need assistance, like if you feel threatened at your house. And oh. I'm just, I'm looking at her and I said, well, it's really none of your business. And she just kind of looked back at me and I said, that's my answer. It's none of your business. But I'm thinking, why is that? That's why you've got that letter now. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. It could be. I could have been a rant. It could have been nonsense. But I'm yeah. getting paid now, so at least I get a little bit of my money back. But it was just funny that I, I get this, and I'm thinking, I guess they got to do these studies somehow. But so I just, you're going to do a study on what is it again? It's the study on the collect the data on the use of on the use or non-use of alcoholic, tobacco, and other substances, as well as mental health and other health-related topics. Your participation in this study is voluntary, but important to the nation. So I put my hand over my heart. You want some help filling that out? <laughs> we could. It's, on, it's online. We could. So what, what's the address it that it says there? To what? Send it so, to? Yeah. If it's a urine sample, send them a stool sample. <laughs> Uh, wait a minute. Send, send, them, send them doties. <laughs> send them doties. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's no. I just said. Well, here's is it's sent to Dearborn County resident. So that could be anybody in Dearborn County could take this. <laughs> well, but the, even... the address is nsduhweb.rti.org/slash survey. Let me see that. Man. <laughs> I haven't I haven't looked it up, but there's no .gov in it. I just noticed that scam. Well, not scam, but could be from another. Is it a questionnaire or sample? I don't know. It's online. Are, are they, it's just a customer right now. No, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to go online. Yeah, I snort coke, I smoke that, weed. Yeah, exactly. The state, the state <laughs> employee over there shaking her head, going, "I don't know." What so, have you read it. any of the fine print? No, I didn't get to read any of it all yet. RTI International is a nonprofit organization. Has been selected to administer this study for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Contractor. Yeah, contractor. Well, no wonder no, it's in Spanish. Did you read it in Spanish? <laughs> That's what the problem so, was. What they ask you, Phil, you're unsafe at home. Why they know Doty? <laughs> yeah. Ruben, you better. You gotta watch it. <laughs> but I, that, I mean, 
honestly, that does concern me a little bit. That so it's we're not... going off the air here. We're calling this place, and we're going to give them all your details. <laughs> if Let's they, do it. Yes, yeah, please. If you're unable to do it online, please call. We, we want to do it live. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I know. Well, and then they'd have my it. phone number. That's true. <laughs> oh, we can. Oh, well, you don't have a. If you had an iPhone, we'd hook your phone up. It but, says, but everyone who is selected gets a selected selected floor. <laughs> everyone who is selected for and completes the full interview will get receive thirty dollars. So it to. says an adult member of your household answers a few general questions online, determine of zero. One or two household members, age twelve or older, may be selected to complete the full interview. Yeah, I say print a bunch of those and just start passing. <laughs> and start them collecting out. money. <laughs> start passing. Them we out. can email them to well, all. I got a listeners. code. It's got a code, so you can, you have to have your unique code. You well, have, we just give everybody the same, same code. Same code. Let them all turn it in, and you have to send in a urine sample. Uh, I have nine personalities. <laughs> all right, time to cut this one short. <laughs> For Cross the Line, 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Ruben Hunt. Jeff Montag. Mike Gardner. Scotty Bourbon. And we got to hurry up and get the <laughs> urine samples out. We'll see y'all. Oh, wait a minute. We forgot somebody. Table 12. There you go. Looky there. We'll see y'all next time. Hey, y'all. This here's your good buddy, Big Bubba. And once again, we're expanding our business. We'd like to present to you the Big Bubba reputation recover services that's right have you tarnished your reputation maybe maybe you done something might not should have done maybe you reported on a fictitious human meat project or maybe you were a not so truthful Amish tractor seller you know your reputation's a big thing if you'd like to have it recovered we can help you in fact, we just picked up the newest uh, clientele. It's a big corporation, uh, Bud Light. We just picked up the, the sales associate for Bud Light because he needed the Big Bubba Reputation Recovery Services. That's right. You know what? We, we got newspaper who report fake news. We got them on there. And, you know, you just never know what you might need. We got different ways to help you out. That's right. The Big Bubba's Reputation Recover Services. If you need it, we got it. Big Bubba's Reputation Recovery Services. We're booking up fast. Call us now. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with all the guys, whether we're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy or out on the road. You know we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and Cross the Line 15 slash 24 on Facebook.